It's Friday, and that means it's time to check in with GKB President Craig Karmazin. I think we miss Chris in so many different ways that we don't even realize, especially on the defensive side and the defensive rebounding side in this series. Fridays with Mo. You can't leave Kringle out for 24 hours. Dude, I, come on. You think that's... I, I'm not the Kringle cleanup repairman. Oh, oh, now he's flexing his, his owner muscles here. Craig Karmazin on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. It's Friday, Friday. Gotta get down on Friday. Everybody's looking for work to the weekend, weekend. Friday, Friday. Get in town on Friday. Everybody's looking forward to the weekend. Very excited to talk to our friend and, well, let's be real, boss. Craig Carmazan. Good morning, Craig. How's your week been going? Good. It has been wonderful. Really? Why? Um, I don't know. Got over my COVID, which uh, I had last week when I was talking to you. Oh, and, you did uh, sound a little off. Feeling good. Can well, you, that's that's great news. What are you going to say to you? Can you taste? Can you smell? Yeah, the new variant doesn't have any of that. It's just like sore throat and a little, uh, I mean, really pretty much sore throat. Maybe a tiny bit of uh, just like not feeling as sharp as normal. Oh boy, great. Good for us. Uh, we've been talking about Mark Murphy this morning uh, because he kind of put out this to-do list of things he'd like to accomplish before his eventual retirement three years from now. Also, I think it's because the, the franchise, the organization is going to start looking at other people to step into that role. Um, and one of the things he said was a championship. And we were talking this morning about how, well, the hay's kind of in the barn on that one. I don't think there's anything that Mark Murphy can do at this point that will get the Packers closer to winning a championship or multiple championships. Am I reading this wrong? I mean, I think that's so wrong, right? But I don't know how much it's his decision in the moment. But, I mean, I think we saw last year, whether it's the Rams or we've seen it in so many sports, There's, it's not like once the season starts, you're done. I mean, there's there's going to be opportunities to improve this team. And I think we know that as it gets deeper into the season – it gets harder if you don't have elite receivers who can't get open in the postseason. So, yeah, I think there's going to be opportunities in season to make moves that could end up being the difference between wins and losses in the playoffs. But he has nothing to do with those moves. It's not like the NBA where, you know, the governor has to approve, okay, yes, we will go in to, you know, the, the luxury tax or Major League Baseball where there's no salary cap. It's a hard salary cap. You have to stay under. They have a money guy. They have a guy that's responsible for going out there. I mean, outside of hiring and firing the coach and GM and cap guy, like, he doesn't really have much to do with the day-to-day of them winning a title. Um, but let's remember, he's the one that, that created the three-headed monster, right? Because it wasn't run like that for years, and we all questioned it, whether it was going to work or not, where everything runs through him, and then the head coach, GM, and Russ Ball have the same amount of power. I, that's kind of a big thing, isn't it, Craig? Yeah, I mean, I mean, don't you think that's where his role is now heightened and his accountability, both positive and negative, is more? So that if the if the coach of LaFleur is saying, hey, you know, we could use another weapon, 
you know, it's, you know, it's not like he, the coach can decide that. He doesn't run the show. If the GM's thinking one thing, I mean, he's really the guy who can push, right? And say, hey, let's let's get something done. It's your job to the GM. Hey, we need, you know, coach needs it. You know, we, we feel like we want to get this done. Because sometimes there is, cause, and I only heard rumblings with Holmgren and, and Wolf where they would butt heads every now and then. And I, the one I remember is I think Bob mediated the thing, right, Craig? Isn't that part of their job just to make sure everything runs smoothly? Because uh, with success comes egos, and it's his job to manage those egos. And I think overall he's done a pretty good job. Yeah, what I think's interesting is when you compare him to a typical NFL owner. If an NFL owner wanted someone, they would have to go out and do it. So, Gabe, when you're thinking about Mark Murphy, if Mark Murphy was Jerry Jones or he was, you know, Robert Kraft and just said, "Hey, I want, you know, at the trade deadline, I want this receiver." If he tells Goody, hey, I want this receiver, does Goody just have to do it the same way a GM would have to follow their boss? Because, I mean, he still does. He's still his boss, right? Yeah, but there's the board. Is the, the board is essentially Murphy's, Murphy's boss, boss, right? And right, I know, right. so I, you're saying, I, Craig, you're I know with big contracts, says, with big contracts like Aaron's, they have to go get permission from the executive board to okay that contract. Is that still yep. the case? I, th- I think it is. Well, Gabe, who's an example of someone that could be like available at trade deadline, like a that you know isn't a new tenure? Like, okay, DK Metcalf is that our example? Sure. Right. So, okay, so DK Metcalf's available. They're gonna trade. He says, "Go get DK Metcalf. We want a championship." And if you're getting DK, what he's gonna probably want a new deal, right? So I would think the board would have to get involved in something that significant if there's going to be a Devontae Adams-like deal that DK Metcalf's going to need. Let me ask you a question, Craig. Philosophically, is there any value to speaking your to-do list, your goals list, out loud for the public to consume? Because I know that we all have goals. We all have to-do lists, things we'd like to accomplish, things we'd like to see done during our tenure at whatever it is, job, family, whatever. But like anytime you speak them out loud, I feel like then you, you put an, uh, an unnecessary amount of external pressure on yourself to do so. So like you personally, I'm sure you have goals for the company. I'm sure you have goals for yourself. Do you say them out loud? Yes, I actually do. Uh, do people? A meeting, uh, once a month, Jen. You're uh, welcome to join. It's called Fourth Friday. I uh, always Friday. attend or watch the meetings. Let's not start this I mean, garbage. <laughs> judging by your question, he's implying you like, don't what? answer. What is that? I don't have the phone number. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me what it is. Tell me, I mean, tell Jen, me why I you take that, like, that approach philosophically, Craig. Yeah, well, and, and Mark Murphy saying he wants to win a championship, like, that's not putting any more pressure on this team, right? That's that's what everyone knows this team wants and is the goal going into every year. But I think when you're leading an organization, especially as it gets larger, to get everyone aligned isn't always easy. And you want to be able to make sure that you are aligned with the people who you're directly managing so that can then trickle down to those that they directly manage. But if you do have an opportunity to communicate to at large to the people who you represent, whether that like in our case, you know, that's 
you know, our, our teammates, our fans, and our advertising partners, like, the more everyone can understand who we are and what we're about and what we're trying to accomplish, I mean, that's that's really important. But, so uh, if we have a budget we want to hit or we have certain goals we want to hit, like, the more you can align everyone within an organization or even those, uh, you know, that are your fans, I mean, I think you, you take that opportunity. But part of it, Craig, is, too, is keeping the employees happy. Because when I first got to Green Bay, Boston College had better facilities and uh, equipment than Green Bay did. Much like here, we're in a crap hole, and you're building us a new palatial estate in downtown Milwaukee. And that's all for keeping the employees happy, because happy people produce more, correct? Or in theory, they do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, attracting, retaining, right? You you want to attract good people. You want to retain your best people. And then you want to set up an environment where they can thrive, right? So absolutely. So I think when they think about, you know, he talked about Titletown also. And, you know, it it continues for them to be uh, an economic issue, right, Of, of being able to compete, which... You know, we take for granted now in the NFL, and we probably give the Brewers and Bucks more credit for you know competing uh, successfully in leagues where small markets have more working against them. But it still is part of the reality that he has to navigate through. So yeah, so you know, communicating his goals and you know part of that being championship, but part of that is you know making title town, especially going into a potential recession with all the inflation going on, keeping that economically viable and growing that that's that's important you know for this organization short term and long term craig it's a big weekend in milwaukee lots of things happening all around town you got bastille days going on the river west food truck rally you've got the red bull flutog event that's happening down at the lake will you take part in any of this weekend's festivities wait what's a flutog that's the thing where you get up on a platform and they push it off to see how far they can push it the red bull flutog you don't know wait do are, are you watching other people flutog, or do they push you on the flutog? Wait, what is this? Yeah, so Red Bull, they have this thing where they go around from city to city, and they, they build a platform out over water, you know, because Red Bull's uh, campaign is Red Bull gives you wings. And so people build homemade, people-powered apparatuses that they then push off of the platform, and the goal is to see how well it flies. Now, most of them just flop, and that's the funny part of it. It's actually quite entertaining, but it's taking place down at the lakefront tomorrow. I, uh, that, that one has my attention. That one has my attention. I mean, I'm out of town, and I won't be back in town in time for it, but uh, that is, uh, that, uh, I'm, fl- I'm very into this flu-togging. Is it, does this continue till Sunday, or is, or is the flu-togging complete on Saturday? I think, I think you just like saying flu-togging. I like it, too. Flu-tog. Josh, you know what else I like saying? What's that? Poos. <laughs> Craig, is Poos a good name for a restaurant? Yes! Um, it depends if, if the uh, if the queue is silent or not. <laughs> There's no queue. It's soup backwards. It's poos. I feel like if you have to explain the joke, it's not a good joke. It's better than photog. Flutog. Photog is a thing. It's like a Fot- short short for what photographer. Is, is there an L in there? <laughs> Are you saying flotog or photog? Neither. Flutog. Flu tog. I think I can help out with this Pam Pan <laughs> situation. Craig, we appreciate you. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you again soon. Apparently, safe travels as well. 
Flutog, everybody. <laughs> I think y'all think that flutogging is something very different than it actually is, Gabe. Oh, okay. <laughs> Why do you do this? Okay, this week? Because, what do they call the thing you sleep on you, in the dorm room? When you tap the papers, I, I assume tap paper though. Yeah, What's up, Chewy? No, my is... hands were here. I never grabbed the oh, paper. That's a futon. Yeah. Sure is. No, you you can float dog in a futon. Oh, that's dangerous. Gabe, <laughs> <laughs> okay, read a read. Go to break. It's Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. It's amazing after three months of not drinking and having your first drink, how you have to relearn like just how to swallow things. <laughs> I I've already choked on my coffee. On ninety four five ESPN.